What up, y'all? It's another episode of the Slim Cogcast. It is I, Slim Cognito, and here go a noon recording. Well, almost noon. Here we are at 11 a.m. on this uh, 21st of March, 2022. Boy. All right, so first things first. Y'all know what we got to do. First segment, we're going to go over what we've been watching this week, and then we're going to tell you about what we've been playing this week. And then we're going to give you the lowdown on the news. First, uh, we had a little watch party, okay, in the in the Discord. And there was a film called Le Jeu, or The Game in French. And the American title of this is Nothing to Hide. And it's a French-made movie. It was originally French and you may find the English dub if you don't find the English dub or turn on English dub on Netflix then uh, there is subtitles as well so yeah give that a go but I enjoyed this movie a lot it was an obscure little something um, and it feels familiar but it was well written and well scripted um, I don't want to spoil anything because it's kind of obscure and if anybody's looking for something to watch I guarantee you that you're gonna enjoy yourself um, you might find the start of it being a little slow but when things ramp up boy they ramp up and it gets crazy so the whole premise about this movie is that it's a bunch of friends who grew up together and they decide to uh, come together to this you know one little spot that uh, the friend owns because they're like very successful uh, plastic surgeon or whatever and they decide to have dinner that night and uh, everybody put their phones in a circle unlock them take the code off and whatever text message email phone call whatever comes through they have to read it out loud or put it on speakerphone for everybody to hear and everything gets crazy from there so yeah, y'all get that a shot, man. It's actually super good. And if y'all like that little stuff like that, because I do enjoy me, like, I, I can enjoy me some action. I can enjoy me some high-octane stuff. I can enjoy me, you know what I'm saying, some schlock. And at the same time, I can enjoy me some drama and some mess from time to time, though, and small increments. But, um, hey, yeah. She's great. And we all had a good-ass time. When, the, when stuff started flipping and the story went to turning, boy, let me tell you, uh, Ooh-wee. That shit was good. But other than that, yeah. Real good movie. Um, didn't expect it to be that good. And it really... It, it knows how to subvert your expectations. So I give it credit for what it is. Other than that, uh, yeah. Another thing we've been watching is... We've still been on the wire. Uh, I caught up on the latest uh, Snowfall as well. But um, the thing with the wire is... You have these two cops this one black guy and this one white guy he really pissed me off they they really piss me off every single time so every time they are on screen at least every other time they're doing something harebrained and stupid and you know abusing their power as a policeman or whatnot i don't think we need to go into detail about it but um it's a problem because they're depicted and they act apart so well. Like, there are a couple of weird ass, like, dumb asses. Like, it's just weird. It's just weird. It's, it's, but 
from what I was told, that's how it goes. And that's exactly what they do. And they keep getting people to cover up for them because they got no choice. And I like the fact that they show that part, you know? Because when I started, I was like, oh, they want me to have some sympathy for these cops. And I was like, you know saying, calloused by default. But um, it's it's well depicted. It makes sense. It's, it's something to remind us that they're just people working an everyday job and trying to make a living. But um, that's only some. Others, they do it for uh, self-fulfillment and to like, you know, compensate for uh, inner things. And that ain't really the vibe. But anyways, another thing that's getting to me is uh, the character D. Now, D, I see the type of person D is, and I like the fact that his character's included. At first, I didn't too much like D because I ain't really get how he could be so, you know, easily swayed and, you know, he a little, you know, he, 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 he a little, like, okay, I was like, okay, if I'm like, bro, you a little soft, then it's gotta be something, you know what I mean? He, he ain't as solid as, you know, the other, uh, the other cats, you feel me? But, you know, he ride off his Uncle Cloud, you feel me? So I, I I get what it I get what it's showing and that's good because it shows that just because people is in their life don't mean that they are bad people willing to do whatever to get the money. Some of them are just good people and they're just born into their life. You know what I mean? And not everybody is built to live that type of life. And I really really like that. It resonates actually. So yeah, it, it, it's it's. It's understandable. Another thing that really gets it is um, I like the representation of the characters. Even though this show was old as it is, there was uh, there's lesbian representation, and I like to see that, especially in women of color. And I didn't expect to see that in a show from that old. Hell, there's oh yeah, I okay, so I, yeah, I just met the other character, Omar. And uh, there's that representation as well, which a lot of people aren't really familiar with that archetype. But um, it's out there. <laughs> Whether you know it or not, it's already out there. And it is what it is. Either who's, the next thing that's uh, the most important is just that uh, I'm enjoying myself and it's nice. And my favorite character might be Buck. Cause he look like a man that came to get his check, <laughs> but he's still gonna do his job. You feel me? Uh, he alright, he alright. But uh, yeah, is is Kima and Buck gotta be my two? Okay, I sound very biased. All right, McNulty's alright. I understand McNulty cause he going through it. You know, what I'm saying he got his throws. You know what I mean with the baby mama and shit like that. You know what I mean? And, you know, trying to juggle the job, but, you know, he's, he's actually passionate and fueled by doing his job correctly and, and things like that and trying to get something done. Like, it's, 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 he's admirable. Uh, he ain't perfect, though, but admirable. So, yeah, it's pretty good. Other than all of that, though, let's get into what we've been playing this week. So, yeah, we still been on the Elden Ring strong, but let me tell you something about Elden Ring that's just been crazy. Okay, I love me some Elden Ring. Well, we decided to do this past week, um, you know, I started off with the warrior uh, starter character and uh, build with uh, pure decks, no int, no faith, nothing else, just pure decks and vigor leveling. 
Um, I think I've only leveled my endurance once, so it's like 12, and I haven't touched my mind stat until recent. So I came across a katana because I was looking to get me a katana. Excuse me, a katana. I didn't mean to say katana. Excuse me. Err. Um, what I was saying, trying to say was a katana, and um. The thing about the katanas is that they're pretty good and i was looking to uh, level the uchi katana that's what i was going to switch to but then i messed around and found the moon veil katana and it turns out that it's like the most popular weapon in the game and it's good and fun and i'm i feel like virgil and riding and whatnot and having the lightning transform because of scum like it's it's fun and I'm working toward just throwing some int in there, you know what I mean? In order to eventually, you know, the end goal is to samurai swords and fucking summon swords. <laughs> so, yeah, that'll be dope. And, uh, yeah, all in all, she's been grand, bro. I love Elden Ring, bro. The Radon fight, Chef's Kiss. I've respect several. Uh, uh, I've, I've respect in order to wield the moon veil. Now we have a plus. Was it plus five? Plus six? I got a plus six moon veil ten shit up. Uh, I got a plus. What was it? Fourteen. Plus fourteen scimitar, which I started with, and now it's just tearing shit up. It's it's nice. Uh, I'm using the uh, Ash of War beast roar right now you know just so i can have a little range because i was planning on using the uh the ice stomp the hoarfrost stomp and then the the day i was gonna respec into using um you know stuff like that uh and make a frostbite build turns out that that's the day that they nerfed the hoarfrost stomp so i'm just like okay whatever but uh moonville is nice still it uh inflicts blood uh blood loss you get the blood uh bleed build up status with every hit plus you can uh from the uh um, weapon stance the ei stance you get two projectiles that you can shoot um is you can shoot you a rapukin or a sideways rapukin a horizontal one so yeah uh it's nice i like it and uh i really really want to play some more but we only play on stream we got a lot of shit done in the little time that we have been playing um, but other than that, uh, yeah, we, we finally completed, wait, what? Oh, my memory like a goldfish thing. Okay, hold up. Yeesh. I'm gonna pull it up right now, just, just, just to go ahead and heal myself, you feel me? Alright, we finished up. A Plague Tale Innocence. Now, A Plague Tale Innocence was crazy. I enjoyed the shit out of that game. And my full opinion on that game, let me tell you something. It sets itself up to be somewhat derivative of The Last of Us with the um, over-the-shoulder camera and 3D perspective. Uh, excuse me, and third-person perspective. Why did I say 3D perspective? Anyway, third-person over-the-shoulder camera uh, gameplay uh, which I won't say originated, but heavily inspired by uh, Resident Evil 4 that uh, eventually gave us The Last of Us. And now we have this. The Playtale Innocence plays more like an adventure game with puzzles and puzzle combat rather than having downright combat mechanics itself. And it's very well made in that regard. 
It's just lenient enough to where it's reasonable for gameplay to be a smooth experience from start to finish for any skilled person. And all of the designs and encounters in the game are made for you to think your way out of it rather than just try to shoot and attack your way out of it. So I really do respect that like insanely. Um, another thing that really blows my mind about it is um, if you so choose, you have the choice between almost every encounter, you have a choice between directly dispatching the enemies via your weapons and items or wait and just stealth by them. And it's it's so many options in your, you know, in your approach. Well, I won't say so many, but there are more than there's there's more than one. And I had to bring that up because there's a plenty of games that would just like you're meant to stealth this section or you're meant to fight this section, you know what I mean? And it'll stick you in. But this one leaves you with options throughout the entire game. Uh, so yeah, that's great. You get to play it your way. And I am a huge fan of that. Other than that though, um, we decided also yeah a plague tale i'm not gonna spoil anything but the story is amazing y'all need to get to the end of it you gotta play it and for those that uh, don't have the means to play it just watch it but it's amazing and you can watch it over my twitch channel the vibe is still up and uh, you can uh, go through all of the episodes and enjoy yourself um here's the thing man okay i caved got curious i said fine let me see what's going on I downloaded the Call of Duty and I've been playing Warzone. Uh, we gave it a shot Saturday. Um, I'd be lying to myself if I didn't say that the difficulty is addicting. Cause like any other game, if you're winning, you're having fun. So yeah. And I've always loved Call of Duty back in the day. I just got burnt out along the way. I've never directly hated it, hated it, hated it. Like, I just couldn't stand, I, I couldn't stand any game out there that had to have a yearly release because they don't have the time to really like get creative and give us something new. But it became the type of game that had to stay the same just enough so everybody feel like they're playing the same game and that's the whole market strategy. But, um, I love it. But purely because it's improved. Last time I played that game, it was running like weird issues and shit. And I didn't know what was wrong with it, but yeah. We caved in and we just gonna do what we gonna do what we gonna do. So yeah. I'll be playing some Call of Duty. I hope y'all enjoy. It won't be an all the time thing, but we will definitely touch it from time to time. Um, I just have to figure out how I'm gonna set it up. It was so hard for me to say this, man. Damn, but yeah, I've been playing some Call of Duty. Uh, but we're not quitting Apex. That's still my baby. I love that game to death. Anywho. With all of that out of the way, because we're still working on Mario Odyssey, you know, we have our funds on our Saturdays, and we do our thing. So, uh, y'all stop by, and you will see us doing that. But other than that, it's time. 
That is a good picture. It's time. Let's get into the news. Boy. First things first on the docket, Wii U and Nintendo 3DS eShop offline for three days now, according to xputer.com. Apparently, Nintendo has quietly disabled the Wii U and Nintendo 3DS eShop storefronts, leaving players frustrated and unable to download their own games. I saw tweets about this, and people were outraged and mad about it. Um, and then some of those tweets were just straight out deleted. I don't know if this has been reversed just yet. I tried to follow it down, but apparently since then, I haven't heard anything new about it or any updates. I'm looking at the tweet right now of the main person who um, has been reporting this, Oatmeal Dome. Turns out that we haven't seen anything since, no updates. So yeah. I feel like uh, this might just be a little, you know, snafu or whatnot, because they announced that it would be a couple years down the line when the 3DS and uh, Wii and the Wii and the Wii U shops would go down completely. So I don't know what's going on and why is this early, but let's just hope. Anywho's uh, next thing on the docket Elden Ring fans discover secret wall that only opens after 50 hits That's crazy bro over on IGN uh, You know it had to be a good article if I put okay, so anyway Players in Elden Ring have known for a while that there are sometimes hidden walls in the game that lead to new areas However, a new discovery takes this into an absurd length A player had discovered a wall in Volcano Manor that only disappears when you hit it 50 times 50 times You've got a tweet right here by the great Iron Pineapple If you know him, you know him, and you know you know Apparently, some fake walls in Elden Wing, Elden Wing, Elden Ring take multiple hits to reveal, and oh my God, this changes everything. Clip from user Tetris Tam on R Elden Ring, R slash Elden Ring. So yeah, uh, people have found that there are even more illusory walls that uh, need to be taken care of, and this immediately like raises the anxiety level. Like shit, how many walls did I walk by that I didn't hit 120 times? You know, and now people are gonna be combing every single inch of that game or just gonna data mine to find out the information they're looking for. Other than that, Jesus. Insiders describe fast and furious exits from Xbox's Perfect Dark Studio. Now this right here, this title was kind of like misleading. I didn't understand, so I had to click it. But um, yeah, just to sum things up, since we didn't have much uh, news, uh, we're going to sum it up with this and say that uh, the only thing that this article is saying is there's a lot of senior developers uh, who have left the studio working on the latest Perfect Dark, and hopefully, hopefully this will be a chance to have people that... Uh, I don't know. Ho hopefully that this is going to be a healthy decision made that's going to help the team do better at developing. And um, the subtext uh, reads as much as half of the core development team have quit in the past year. Initiative management says it's confident in its team. So that confident in its team is what 
really sells it because I, I feel like if these people willingly left, it was either for themselves or for the project. So hopefully this is gonna be better for the project. I'm not sure. I'm a little optimistic because I am a Perfect Dark fan. I do like some Perfect Dark. I'm pretty sure everyone else who is familiar with the series is familiar with it. So yeah, I I feel like we could do some crazy shit with a Monday Perfect Dark. But anywho's, I ain't gonna rant too long and I'm not gonna hold y'all against you will, you understand me? But we will get down to brass taxes this coming week. We will be playing more Elden Ring. Of course, we're still working on it. And we will be picking up our Hardcore Resident Evil 2 remake, Claire Run. Uh, we'll be finishing that out. And then after we do finish that, uh, I'm trying to decide what we will play because I just got a hold of something that seems really neat. Anybody with the Epic Games Store account that is active, go ahead and get to the Epic Games Store right now as this podcast is aired because the free game of the week is in Sound Mind. It looks like a trippy first-person shooter horror game, kind of, or at least it has horror elements. But um, it's very very um how do you say Ooh, uh, i don't know i don't know how to describe it but it's abstract that's the word i could give it and it's very interesting to me and i want to give it a shot the uh soundtrack apparently was made by the living tombstone and i want to see if they were capable of making a video game soundtrack and capturing the essence of the moment and the tone perfectly with their music so i'd like to see that that's a new endeavor that i'm wasn't familiar with them really trying in terms of a game with this type of tone. If anything, I expect them to make something that's like, you know, pixelated upbeat and bright colors and things like that and make music for that. But let's see what happens. I can't wait to find out. Other than all of that, y'all, uh, there's another free game on the Steam called Cathedral 3D. And it's a first person Doom like uh, game that uh, has you play as a monster. And it seems pretty damn dope. Uh, grab that it is free as well for those that are struggle gaming there you have it on um, top of all of that y'all it's about that time uh, i know this one's a, a shorter uh, pod but we don't need to say too too much because it ain't enough new going around right now the only thing that we know upon the horizon is that uh this uh summer is coming in full effect and apparently there's supposed to be new cards on the market by intel that they're offering and a lot of gpus out there are going the direction of putting storage directly on the gpu itself so uh this technology although has been hard to implement and you know really make use of affordably but uh it just might change the game who knows we'll just have to see other than all of that, y'all take it easy and beware, all right? Uh, I don't know why I said beware. I'm, I'm finna be. Anywho's, uh, ain't nothing but some love, peace, and head grease, okay? Love your nephew and hug your niece. It's your boy Slim Cognito. We're about to sign out up out of here. Y'all go ahead and check out the podcast on the YouTube. If you want to see the video version and the audio version for those that are on YouTube, go ahead and check it out on Spotify, Apple, and Google. And if you so choose, my Twitter's right there. You can follow me if you want to keep up with updates and whatnot that I tweet. And we got the Discord in there. If you want to join in for the watch party, we are there and ready for you. So, hey, be easy. Always remember the channel motto. Intentions are the most important. Action does a lot of words. I mean, the damn thing. Y'all take care of yourselves. Love y'all. Peace. Bye-bye.